Hey Rollers, this is Josh. If you're a nerd like us, you should check out our Patreon. We have bonus QPR content, like what Eek and Emberlin are doing while the party continues their adventure, Solinar first getting into an Ilarian gang, or how Boat got into the professional wrestling circuit. Thank you so much. We're only able to record QPR with the support of listeners like you. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Everybody get bumpy. No. So. Get bumpy. This is making me want to just go ahead and start more and more. Get, <laughs> get on no. bumpy. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Chap- Chapman just really I mean, wants me to I, get I, back I, on into my announcer voice. No, yes, please. Yes, indeed. Uh, this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Right from his home studio, it's Totally Sound Guy. Hey, totally. So, like, in last week's episode, like, Alita, like, totally wigged out about, like, the gnarly stuff the party, like, got up to. Then they, like, go to, like, a super sick brass shrine. But there's, like, no doors. What? But they, like, find a totally not OSHA safe walkway. And, like, take it, but, like, tied together, like, in a line, like, 200 feet over the ocean. Awesome. And then, uh, they, like, oh, they get into the shrine. And that was totally sound guy. Yeah, totally. So you walk in to through the temple doors and all the torches light, illuminating a long bronze hallway. You can hear the sound of dripping water. Everything smells very salty and metallic because you are in a building made entirely of metal next to the ocean. Made entirely of salt. Made entirely of the ocean. Running along the hallway is a deep, wide, dark pool of seawater. If you look, you cannot see very far into it, and it doesn't look like there's a bottom. We're still pretty far above the ocean, though, right? Or are we all the way down at the ocean level? You are about 100 to 200 feet above the ocean. Okay. All right, so this, there's a trench pool in front oh, of us. Oh, look, it's the cake. Yes. Okay. Like, how wide is it? Uh, give or take about five feet. All right. Does it extend as far as the eye can see or can I ballpark a length? It extends all the way down the length of the hallway that you're walking. And does it appear bottomless or is it just murky? It appears bottomless. Oh, well, if there ain't no bottom, then Boat's not interested in getting close to it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it built in to the shrine or is it an obvious like spillage of some sort of oh it looks like it was intentionally created it doesn't okay. look like it just happened to like there's like a hole in right. the in the floor okay as you walk down the hallway you're going to find uh two doors one is going to be to the left inside the wall and one is going to be down at the far end of the hallway 
Hello. So we come to the left door first, and then the right door is further along. So there's a door on no. So there's a door on the left wall that's pretty close in, and then there's a door that's on the far end of the hallway that's in the center. It's it's mirrored to the door you walked in from. I'm gonna open this door right here on the left. Which, all right, uh, you grab it and you jiggle it, and it seems that it's locked. I'm gonna step away guys, from this door that he's fooling with. You guys, I just jiggled this door. It is locked. <clears throat> Sounds like a job for someone with tools. Oh, you didn't leave those on the cart? No, why would I? No, they're in my pack. Why would I leave my tools on the cart? That'd be a terrible place to leave them. I'm sorry, it was funny. No, it wasn't funny. There's so much stuff I did leave on the cart that I'm very sad I don't have. While you're you're laughing at that, Johannes has held out a hand with Daquin, stuff or nutter. Stuff and nutter the 13 out at the door handle. And he's like, it's locked. Uh, he's going to sniff at the door and kind of fiddle it with it with his little paws. And then he's going to sit back, sigh, and look at you. That was as much as an effort as I was able to make. We're, we make a good team. <laughs> is there like a keyhole or anything? Uh, it appears to be. There appears that there is one. Uh, There's also a Solinar, and I think he's going to want to take a whack at it. Well, that's not a very good roll, but I also have Gloves of Thievery, so... You mean that's not a very good whack? Yeah, so it was... Honestly, it was kind of whack. As, What's as the total? Wax go, was your whack kind of off? Uh, no, no, not that at all. Uh, 18. When I buy... Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the door, The door comes open with a very soft click sound. Yeah, I rolled a seven, and my stats are kind of ridiculous at this point for lockpicking. Oh, that was really impressive, Solinar. Well, I, th- I thought I'd totally messed up, but it's it's weird. But ever since I got these magic gloves from Alden, it's like my hands have a mind of their own. Alina kind of looks at you and takes a step away. You can go in first. Sounds like something I, a serial killer will say. Is that <laughs> My was, hands are mine of their own. Was it the finger wiggling? Was the finger wiggling too creepy? Is it, that the, the problem the, the here? Whole, the whole package as a uniform thing was, uh, was a lot, Solinar. I think it was a combination of the finger wiggling and package. <laughs> oh, I, I... You know what? Maybe I'll just go. Solinar checks himself and he's like, well, I didn't think that... No, I... We're, we're all good here. Alita, uh, we're just going to breeze right past that. Alita's going to go down. Um, you, it, The door opens to reveal a long hallway to a large room. Uh, traveling, are you guys all going to go into the hallway? Sure. Yeah. yeah. The hallway leads to a room. This room is dusty, wide, and still carries a lingering smell of incense in the air. An enormous bronze statue of a dragon, its wings spread and its mouth open, In front of this statue is an altar, and before the altar are several long benches. Hello, altar. Hello? My name's Johannes. Hello? Uh, Hello? As you call out hello, uh, your voice ping-pongs and echoes throughout the room. So the incense smell of incense is in the air, but like, how fresh is the smell of incense? It's old. It's lingering. It, it's the kind of smell that clings to a place. It is not the kind of that indicates there is incense nearby. It's clingering. It's local stank. <laughs> Johannes goes up to the shrine. 
or the statue or the altar? Altar. Uh, you find a bronze censer and an offering plate filled with gold. Does it sense bronze? The censer? Yeah. Yeah, the censer is the same metal that the entire building is made out of, so... So it senses a lot of bronze in this place. Yes. You know uh, I don't want to be rude. Do you know what a censer is? No. It's uh, a big uh, thing that you fill with burning incense and you swing it oh, yeah. to sanctify a space. A go- yeah, one of those churchy things. A ghost BC show? Yeah, if you've ever been to a Catholic church and they've tried to smoke you out of the building, you've seen a censer. Yeah, a ghost BC show. I thought I have almost passed out at yeah. church services with my grandmother because the dude did not seem to understand that me trying to wave the incense away was not me being anti-Christian. It was that I was about to choke to death. Yeah, Papa Emeritus also tried to choke me to death with some tasty smelling smoke. So you yeah. find a bronze censer and uh, an offering plate filled with gold. Oh, man, I wish I had some incense. I could use this to incensor the place. Well, I'm going to take it with me just in case I find some. All right. You add a bronze sensor to your loot and you're not going to touch the gold. No, it's not for me. It's fair. Boat, Koza. I'm not Alita. (laughs) (laughs) So the the gold, the gold is on the shrine. The The gold is on the altar in an offering plate. Okay. Koza is going to take out a piece of gold and put it in the offering plate. Oh, that's sweet of you. Okay. You know, it, it, I don't know if that's just um, superstition, but uh, I figure it can't hurt. Alex is like, oh, that's sweet of you. Meanwhile, Alita's like, this fucking moog over here. (laughs) All right, boat, Solidar. Sorry for that forced censorship, Gabe. (laughs) You're going to take a crack at this gold, buddy? Oh, I thought about it. Um, Come on, look at all that. Look at all that gold. Nobody owns it. It's free for the tank. Look. I'm sorry, are we now in a situation I, where Solinar has a little devil gravy boat on okay. one shoulder and a little angel Koza on the other shoulder? Well, I rolled a right. 24% or a 23% persuasion. <laughs> what the hell? That's, I, that's, that's a very brewery game thing of you to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, so here's here's my problem. My problem is that if you're going to trap anything in this room, it's going to be the offering plate. And on top of that, I think it would make Alita mad if anything was to be removed from the offering plate. I think putting stuff on the offering plate is probably fine. But, you know, Alita just got back. I'm not looking to do highly questionable anger-making things so soon. What you if know? We- what if we just took the offering plate? Then we're not taking anything out of it. That's uh, you're kind uh, of missing where I'm coming from on that. Felix uh, is going to look at Boat and go. Yeah, oh, yeah. you just got dragon judged. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, Johannes <laughs> has walked over to the statue looking for incense. As you're looking around the statue, you find two doors behind one behind each of its wings. Are either, you don't find any incense. Are though. either of them scented? Johannes takes a big nope. sniff of each door. All right, you get a little woozy because the smell of incense, bronze, and salt water is probably not ideal. <laughs> oh, I'm woozy. Johannes over here getting high in church. Oh, so woozy. 
<laughs> but there's a door to your left and a door to your right. That's my rapper name, Woozy. Johannes, why are you woozy? It's the traps. It's traps, isn't it? I do not smell a trap. Well, that's how they get you. Wait, okay, let me take another sniff. No, trap, no. Tra- trap sis, sniff. Trap, trap sniff, sniff. Roll for trap sniff. 15. There are no traps that you can sniff. <laughs> no traps. I'm fair. I'm quite confident. Hey, I'm Woos E. Don't talk about me unless you want a lot of shoes in your tree. I would throw a shoe straight through your window and it will hit you and maybe your grandma. Guys, how many inspiration points do I have to take away for bad rap? Uh, at well, that least was, that one was more. Actually, that was actually decent rap. Like mine was legitimately bad. I will grant you that. There's no traps in this house. There's no traps in this house. Door to the left and door to the right, Johannes. I take the left door. Wait, door to the left, left door. Which door is the door left less traveled? All right. So you take the left door and it reveals a hallway to you. Oh. So you go down the hallway. You find a room that is as quiet as a grave with a small statue of a bronze dragon standing in the center of the room. It appears to be some form of chapel. Johannes holds up his incense censure like a light, like a lamp. And he's like, as you guys are walking, the torches along the halls are lighting in response to you. So you don't have to worry about light. And he's like, um, OK, you've brought me here. Let's see if you are correct to the censure. And he looks around for incense. You are going to be able to find three cones of incense. <gasps> hey, Solana. Yes. Can you light this? Ah. Uh. If I had something to light things with. Uh, Felix goes, Oh, Oh, there you go. I didn't consider that Felix could light things. He uh, puffs up his chest really, really far and goes and and takes a mighty breath and then blows. And it's like a tiny little flicker, like you like you mislit a lighter. But it does work to trigger the incense cone. And then Felix just kind of flops boneless and exhausted. All his bones got turned into flame. <laughs> Good oh, work, you. Felix. Thank you, little buddy. You are a proper dragon. Everybody stay quiet so she has to do more dragon noises. <laughs> Gabe is going to sample my dragon noises to make a uh, epic Felix rap. <laughs> yeah, it'll sound exactly like that. It'll sound like the Smurfs trying to drop an EP. One inspiration point for Felix. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful, Felix. All right. There don't appear at the moment. You don't you don't on first glance see any uh, other doors that lead from this space. Boat, where are you right now? Uh, Boat was hanging back a little bit, not really, like, trying to take a point in anything. He feels a little bit out of his element right now. He remembers the last shrine and that he got kind of lucky with how that one ended. So he's trying to be a little bit more careful. Koza? Can I do a perception roll? For the chapel? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Twelve. Hidden behind a tapestry, you see two doors... Uh, they seem to have been hidden away on purpose. 
ah, there's um some doors right over here. And Koza's going to kind of duck behind the tapestry. And All right, there's a door to your left and a door on your right. Oh. <laughs> doors behind uh. wings, doors behind wall carpets. What is this? I'm going to try the door. I, I'm assuming the first one I get to is the one on my left, so I try to open it first. Okay. Uh, it opens easily and actually leads you into an enormous dining hall, or at least what appears to be a dining hall. Secret it's filled food. with enormous long tables and squat benches. Uh, the area is just covered in dust. Because it's going to so, just shut that door and go check the other one real quick. That one is going to lead uh, to a space that has beds and trunks scattered all around the room, again, covered in a significant layer of dust. Uh, despite the allergens, the space does appear safe. So in both those spaces, like, were, were there, was there food on the table kind of situation? Or? I mean, it's not food anymore. Right. <laughs> I really love the line, despite the allergens, the room appears safe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. You walk in, there's a huge cloud of dust, and it immediately kills you. And Alex is <laughs> like, I told you the allergens are everywhere. Oh, my God. I, I mean, in wish. fairness... In fairness, I literally keep a air purifier to take dander out of the air 24-7 because before the pandemic, I was like, you never know when a friend with cat allergies is going to come to my house. <laughs> okay, so what I mean is, does it look like things were left in a hurry? It does. It doesn't look like it was left in, like, a panic, but it looks like essentially they got up in the middle of dinner and never came back. Hmm. Anything that's on those plates is mummified at this point. <laughs> it is going to be a couple hundred years old, so yes, you are correct. You know, Kozo, when we were at your place, we were eating food just like this food, I would imagine, using a great bit of imagination. And then your father was like, go to your rooms, and we did, and that is could be exactly what happened here. Um, that could be... I think that um, we can put that on, on the um, a possibility list, but um, kind of low down on the list. So um, should we look in these rooms? There's, there's one that's a dining hall and one that's like a barracks. I want to check the barracks because in the, in the uh, brass shrine, there was also a couple of barracks-like rooms. And they had some pretty cool stuff in them. Yeah, I also really enjoyed Bear 9, so I'm sure Bear X is going to be great. Where is Boat? Is he... Did, did we leave? Boat's fine. Boat's just <laughs> trying to... Boat's just trying to behave. Don't do that! Boat's just trying to behave in a very calm and careful manner. He's using his arms and his legs to hold himself between the walls, like 10 feet up close to the ceiling. And just <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And just, then his head slowly rotates 180 degrees to look down. And he says, Boat's fine. I just remember last time we did this dance, we ran into like a little blue dragon in a room off to the side. I don't want to run into no orange dragons or nothing hanging around here. So I'm there just trying to be careful. orange dragons. Orange dragons don't exist. Oh, yay, we did it. We yeah. sur Whoa, no, wait, we're we supposed live, to bring them back. We live in a world full of all kinds of fantastic and amazing creatures, so you don't get to tell me that there's no such thing as orange dragons like I'm an idiot. Maybe there aren't orange dragons. You don't... The dragon priestess doesn't get to be the authority on dragons! 
didn't let me finish. I, I was saying, you don't get to tell me that like I'm some idiot for not knowing it. I'm not. I'm just telling you they don't exist. On one hand, there's apple dragons. On the other hand, there's orange dragons. Well, the- uh, see, you're joking, but there actually is an apple dragon Pokemon now. Uh, and it's horrifying. Is its name Snapple? There may not be orange dragons, but by gosh, when we finish our quest, we'll bring them back. Yeah, <sighs> let's bring back the orange dragons, too. <laughs> the tang dragons. Let's, let's not. <laughs> let's not. Look, if it's a metal, it's a good dragon. If it's a color, it's a bad dragon. This We've been over this so many times, guys. Woo! Tang dragons! This actually raises a question I've been meaning to ask and haven't had a dragon oh. priestess to ask. Uh, if brass dragons natural dragony enemy is blue dragons what are bronze dragons dragony enemy green oh are they are they the ones that breathe acid do they breathe acid on you and you melt is that they them? breathe poison what you think you black you think they breathe black poison dragon? what black dragons breathe acid well i've just heard of the acid ones and the, yeah, those are black dragons. And the fire They ones. live in swamps and stuff. And the fire ones are red dragons, and we should really hope to not encounter any of those. Well, now, now hold on. You say they breathe poison? Yes, they exhale poison. Like, th- that's what they do instead of acid or lightning or fire. It's poison. Like, it's a gas. But it, well, that's not... It's not... Do the other dragons make fun of them or something? Because, like... What? Their one breathes like fire, and the other breathes like lightning, and there's the one that spits acid everywhere, and then this one just breathes, and its breath is so bad it kills things. That's not really how it works, but... Yeah, I mean... Alita's, like, desperately trying not to start laughing, but she's like, yeah, no, it's not... I'm not... Really? I mean, yeah, if you want to if you want to get right down to the scientifics of it, I breathe poison. I exhale carbon dioxide, which other people can't breathe. If it were in a close enough environment, it would kill them. It's like a chlorine gas. Better poise out than in, I say. I don't I don't know what chlorine is. It rips up your lungs. Gross. So swords are poison? I'm going to go into whatever room this is, and if there is a trap that kills me, I will have lived a good life. I'm not... Look, I'm just not looking to get killed by dragons that breathe tiny sword gas. There is... There is no dragon that breathes swords, I don't think. Sword gas. (laughs) I'm really excited to meet a dragon that breathes swords now. (laughs) All right. Uh, so you guys were going to head into the dormitory? Uh, Solinar would like to, but Solinar okay. is also not going to split the party, just so all that right. he can check what out the dormitory. What about you guys? Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you all walk into the dormitory, and like I said, allergens, beds, safety, and trunks. So why would, a, why would they have hidden the entrance to the dormitory and, and the dining hall? Probably for easy access. A lot of times, when the, even though the priests lived here, if people were coming for worship, I wouldn't want them wandering into where I lived. So they were, these temples were open to the public? Yeah, shrines and temples were. They were always open for pilgrimages from people who wanted to pay their respects to the dragons. I don't envy anybody who had to climb those stairs in order to pay honor to the dragons. That's that's wild. Well, the bronze dragons value loyalty and valor. 
and bravery above all else. I imagine that it was a kind of metal proving. I like to think that me and the bronze dragons would be best friends. Um, Honestly, I think you would be a great bronze dragon priest, Johannes. Oh, you're just saying that because I look bronzy. We've been out in the sun a lot. No, I'm just saying that because of everything you are as a person. Aww. So trunks, beds, and dust, Solinar. Uh, Solinar wants to go a rummaging. All right. Uh, roll. It's a, it's a 10 on the die. All right. You are going to be able to find a set of bronze priest robes. Oh my gosh. I want a set of those. Roll. I wonder if they do the shape changey thing like the other ones did. They have to. And Alita said I could be good at be wearing them. Well, if you don't find a set, you can have this set. I rolled a 10. Uh, you are also going to find bronze priest robes because you rolled the exact same thing that Solinar did. Oh, yay. I can found I... the same thing that you did. Solinar, look, it even has the same initials. What are we rolling on again? A D20. But like any mods? Nope. <laughs> okay, cool. I got an 18. An 18? Yes. All right. Uh, you are going to pull out a magnificent shield that looks to have a couple of dings from arrow damage in it. Uh, for mechanics sake, it's an arrow catching shield. Ah, it's a, um, a shield. That shield um, looks like it's caught a lot of arrows. I'm just gonna venture a guess from those dings. Any of y'all use this? I'm not much for shields. I use a shield. Would, would you like, uh, this, this shield? I don't know. Let me see. It is a shield. It requires attunement. You gain a plus two bonus to AC against ranged attacks while you wield this shield. The bonus is in addition to the shield's normal bonus to AC. In addition, whenever an attacker makes a ranged attack against a target within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to become the target of the attack instead. Question. Whoa. Yes. How does it look? Uh, <laughs> it's bronze, as you can probably imagine. Um, with the image of a great battle sort of uh, emblazoned onto the front. How's the inside look? The inside is wood uh, with well-crafted uh, leather straps to hold in and a single wooden bar on the inside to like steady the shield. Uh, the leather is soft and supple despite its age, and it looks incredible. You know, Koza, if you don't want this... I usually like shields that I can make sure that my hair looks good in. But I'm going to be honest with you. As we've done more and more questing together, I've realized that the most important shield is the shield not that I can look at myself in, but the shield that doesn't distract me with my good looks so that I can bring it in front of my friends well, while looking good still. Uh, we could also probably polish it some. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Boat? Are I, you going to rummage? I, real yeah. quick, can I just... I, I really like the idea of Johannes being like, I have found a point of potential character development. Koza being like, you don't have to change, bro. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> it was very charming. I'm not going to lie. Boat, did you want to yeah, rummage? Yeah, Boat's going to rummage. All right, roll for rummage. All right. Uh, that's going to be a 19. Fantastic. So you are going to find a set of bronze priest armor. Yeah. And... The bronze priest armor is actually, for mechanic's sake, going to be elven chain. Mm -hmm. 
You gain a plus one bonus to AC when you wear this armor. You are considered proficient with this armor, even if you lack proficiency with medium. Made of interlocking metal rings. It's a chain shirt that you wear between like layers of clothing. Yeah, but if I wore it, that would negate the um, AC bonuses I get for being a monk. I mean, you also find 10 gold. Yeah, I'll take the 10 gold. Anybody want this chain? I really don't have any. Uh, this priest armor, I don't have any use for it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look at the priest armor. It might, might be handy. I mean, you don't have to. It's metal, Koza. Is that a problem? You're a druid. Oh, I can't wear metal. Right, I forgot about that. Johannes, you want this priest I'm sorry, armor? friendo. Of course I do. Well, so, one second. I just bought a beautiful breastplate. And so, not that I don't want the chain armor. I think that it is a great ad. But can anybody else? Like, I feel... Let me, let me talk to the audience real quick. Huh. I tried putting it on, but there's some sort of ancient, weird, arcane, pointless rule that, <laughs> that makes my body reject even thinking about putting this armor on. <laughs> hello, hello, audience. Johannes just bought a breastplate. While the min-maxer in all of you would be like, hey, that chain armor is better than that breastplate could ever be, Johannes is very excited to have a new breastplate, and it's very shiny, and he likes it, so he's going to wear that. And I'm sorry for those of you who are um, very like, wear magical armor, it's magical. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to stop you right there, because uh, I just looked up Elven Chain, and it's AC 13 with a plus one for a 14, which is as good as my studded leather. So I bet your breastplate is actually better than that. Whoa. So the, the min-maxer in all of us says this chain armor is going to be... This is... Uh, listen, if nobody wants to wear it, I'm seeing a lot of hemming and hawing here. We can absolutely take it back to town and turn it into sweet, sweet lucre. Wait, is that a fish? I'm but, sorry, what is a lucre? It's no, a fish! It's it's another term for money, because things but are lucrative. Where? It, we, is this a Tolarian phrase I'm not aware have of? Have you not heard of things being lucrative? Lucre, lucre is... It, yeah, I, I've heard of lucrative, I've never heard of lucre. Yeah, that's where Alita's, lucrative comes from, is lucre. Alita's over here like, lucre, I don't even know her. <laughs> this is, is, is this like a Tolarian phrase? I mean, maybe, I, I've... I don't know that I've ever not known this phrase, so it very well could be. Okay, I'm putting it in my pack because this breastplate's very shiny and I just uh, got it from a very nice gnome. And whenever I buy things from small people, I appreciate them more <laughs> because I too was once a small person. All right. Uh, so it looks like you guys have gone through one trunk for each of you, which is all I'm giving you guys. Yay! Oh, all I right, put on so my robes! I put on my robes! As you're putting on your robes, there are uh, two doors that you haven't uh, gone through. Uh, one leads to the worship room that you entered in previously. The other leads into the dining hall. Do my robes shrink to fit my size or do they remain very long they and do. baggy? They glow and shrink to your size. Um, Alita, look, the bronze dragon priests have accepted me into their cult. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's not a cult, Johannes, but you look wonderful. I mean, I think we would have to do some sort of analysis of what what exactly is entailed in a cult and then look at the religious practices of bronze priests 
which I don't think we can do because we don't have any bronze priests, right? You all are only calling it a cult because all of us are dead. I Death cult? I mean, I'm not entirely like going to deny that because it is suspicious that all all of the priests are dead. Like, I understand the dragons disappeared, but there, why? Are, there was a whole war. Yes. We were exterminated. That was a thing that happened. All of you? Well, obviously, I'm still alive, but like. Yeah, see, you escaped it somehow. Like, I escaped it by being born after the carnage. Well, your mother also escaped it somehow. I'm just saying <laughs> there should be at least a couple of priests in hiding somewhere. Maybe we just haven't with, met them yet. But the problem is, is that most dragon worship is attuned to a specific dragon. Oh, so you're saying that with the dragons gone, those people would just be people. And if they were like, I'm a priest, then like they're basically just putting targets on their backs for no reason. Essentially. I mean, look, if something happened to Lord Alden, I would not have any magic other than what I inherently can do as a fae. I wouldn't have any of my of my priestess abilities. Well, I'm going to leave that Chekhov's gun in this yeah. r- r- room. What's in the next one? <laughs> yeah, let's hope you don't become the priestess with the leastest. The priestess with the leastest. So you head into the worship room that you were previously in. Uh, it looks like you've gone through all of the doors outside of the one that was at the end of the hall when you entered. Let's go. I've got incense now. Um... So as you head down the hallway and go through the door, there are two branching paths, one to your left and one to your right. You feel a faint heat coming from the hallway to your left. Oh, do you all feel feel the warmth in this direction? It's getting hot in here. Take off all your robes. Okay. But he just got them. I think it might be a good idea to go look down this direction. Are you going toward or away from the warmth? Towards the warmth. Well, if if what we're on the lookout for for enemy dragon activity is poison gas, then warmth doesn't seem to be a problem. So just I just plopped a red dragon in the center just to mess with you guys. No. So you walk down the hallway and the slight warmth that you felt as you're walking becomes increasingly hot as you get closer and closer and closer. The door that you're that's leading to appears to be locked. Is there a keyhole? Yes. No, Kosu's going to try to peer through the keyhole. You see, he, you know that shimmering effect that happens to the world when it, the air is really hot? Yeah. That's all you see. Well, it's, um... It's extremely hot in there. I think we can tell. Um, maybe we should just leave this. I, I don't think it's a sign of a uh, that anybody's here. I think it's just a very hot, very hot room. I mean, maybe it might be good to find out what's creating this heat, but um, it also might be very dangerous to open this door. I'd like to roll nature. To what end? Uh, to determine the likelihood of there being something like magma at this oh, of point in the yeah. area. Please do. Uh, non-nat 20. There is no way. You, I mean, there is a slight possibility that there could be magma welling up from underneath the seafloor somehow, but it's super unlikely that you guys would be able to be this close to it and not be in serious danger. It feels hot, but it feels like low-grade oven hot, not I need to get out of here now hot. All right. 
So here's here's what I'm feeling right now. This is either a furnace, like a forge, or an oven. And either way, something's keeping it going. If it's magic, then we could have sweet fire tools. And if it's people, then there's still people in this shrine. I think it's worth checking out. Uh, th- that's a good point, too. Do you want to try to to unlock the door? I certainly can. Is that good with everybody else? Yeah. Uh, Let's yeah. do it. Johannes, you're uncharacteristically quiet. I'm trying to get these priest robes on and off multiple times, and they have suffocated me, but not literally, just in a, it is difficult. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to try picking this lock. A 16? You are going to be able to get it clicked and open. Okay. Solinar is going to uh, put on an additional glove from his armor, like over the gloves of thievery, and Mm -hmm. then try the door handle. Okay, OJ. (laughs) He just doesn't want to burn his hand. All right. As you open the door... Uh, It opens to the main focus of this room is an enormous stone forge surrounded by various materials and half finished weapons. You see standing in this one figure is appearing to be dancing around the room. It appears to be a woman with long flowing hair made entirely of crackling fire sitting in a chair next to the forge, poking at it with a stick appears to be an older, grandmotherly woman. She looks to you and smiles before she fades away into, like, a shimmer of fire and disappears into the flames of the forge. Goodbye, uh, Grandma. Uh, h- hello? The, uh, fire... The, the fire dancer, like, walks up to you and kind of, like, looks at you curiously. Y- yes, we're, um... We're we're here in search of the key to the to the bronze temple. Uh, it makes a gesture as if it's giggling, and it turns and points to a door to the back of the forge. Do they look? So, are they working on anything, or are they just hanging out in here? They were dancing when you came in. I really like the idea of Solana being like, "We're looking for a key to the bronze temple. You know that temple shrimple." uh so we we should go that way for the key what do you happen to know what is the other way uh the creature pauses and turns pointing away toward the door that you came in no i mean i mean there was another path we we came this way because of the warmth and there was another path off that way do you know what's over there do you speak common by any chance the creature shakes its head oh uh, no, I do not speak common. So, Koza's gonna concentrate for a second and says, Hello, can you hear me? Using message. The creature turns and looks at you. It tilts its head curiously, but it says nothing. He tries repeating, uh, first in Elvish and then in Sylvan. In Sylvan, it perks up a little bit. Hello, traveler. It's been so long since I've seen someone. Oh. Uh- Oh, um, hello. Um, my name is, is Koza. Who are you? I... I do not remember. Where have all of the priests gone? Well, uh, there, there was a war. I, I believe they were all killed in the war. 
Oh. Well, all right. Have, have you been here for hundreds of years? Time is meaningless to someone like me. But I remember this forge. I remember being helpful. She walks over and kind of like fondly touches some of the armor. You, um, you create armor. Well, I create the flames of the forge. As long as I am alive, so too will they burn. Ah, I see. So, how much do you know of the temple? I know many things. I have lived here for so long. So, we're on a quest to hopefully bring back the, the dragons to the world. And the first thing we need to find on this step of the quest is a key to the, the brass temple, and it should be somewhere in the shrine. Do you know where- The key to the bronze temple is within the key hall, past the Hall of Prophecy. Okay. There, however, there are tests for those who are worthy of the key. They've kept it very protected. What, what should we do to prepare? If there is fire in your heart and bravery inside of your soul and bones, then you will be fine. Only the Valorous can enter the Temple of Bronze. Well, um, is there anything we can do for you? I would like for there to be people here again. I see. One day. Well, hopefully, hopefully if we can bring back the dragons, the, the, the metallic dragons, we'll be able to bring back the metallic priests, too. I, I do hope so. I miss my friends. And I miss all this armor being able to go to someone who could use it. Please, if any of you could use it, take it. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, again, are you sure I, I... In the more immediate term, anything we could do? There is nothing that I need. I see. Well, um... I am the spirit of this forge. All I wish is for there to be purpose. In, at least for the time we're um, in this shrine, um, would you be able to accompany us? I cannot leave the forge. I don't know anything that happens outside of this room. Um, uh, outside of message, um, Johannes, do you have the um, the swingy incense thing? I'm swinging it right now. Um, here. Why are you still swinging it around? It's making my head hurt. You gotta, Alita, you gotta be part of the incense, not part of the incense. To- um, well, um, anyway, um, if if I start a little fire in here, could, could you, at least part of you, come with us? I cannot leave this forge. Uh, if I leave, the fire in the forge will die, and this temple will be lost. This is a very uh, okay. Gaia in the first Power Rangers. One step beyond this forest... And everything will die and be lost. Are you talking about the lady who's like, if I leave here, I'll age and I'll die. Yeah. That's why I can't help. Sorry. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that, but I remember very vividly, like, one step beyond this wood. Yeah, she's literally a forge spirit, so she can't leave the forge. Right. I was just seeing if, like, we could take a little bit of the spirit with us. Yeah, you take her left toe, but only oh, hell yeah. everything, yeah, else, will, everything else will descend. Let's do it. No, that was a joke. Oh. That was a joke. You cannot take her left toe. 
Okay. What about the right one? Um, my only other question, I guess, you may not know then if if you can only know what has happened in this room, but my friends have told me that the previous shrine they they traveled to had been attacked and overtaken and that there were horrible a horrible monster in it uh, would you know if anything like that has happened here there is no monster that has invaded this shrine but i do know one day a while ago a long while ago i heard a cal- a, a calamitous sound of all of the priests donning armor and leaving that must have been during the war I would not know but I stayed here to await their return well I hope you won't have to wait much longer I hope so too now if you go through this door you're going to reach the hall of prophecy after that is going to be the hall that the guardians of the key are. I need to find a pencil. You're fine. Uh, you guys, while he is doing that, is there anything while Koza is chatting with the forge spirit? I'm just looking around, making sure we get some incense into these pockets or corners in the room because it's important for uh, spiritual alignment of the forge fires. You do not find any incense, but you do find types of various armor scaled for every type of sentient. Uh, except Luxodons. There is a lack of Luxodon armor. Man, I, that was the only thing I was looking for. I was like, I need some elephant armor for my <laughs> elephant outside <laughs> up on the... So there was some sort of crone in here as well, but she faded from view as we entered? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, your, your description. I, I meant to ask, there, there was an older looking spirit who seemed to, to fade away... Who was that? Oh, that was an Ungan's mate. She keeps me company sometimes. Is she friendly? She is. They are spirits of hearth. They're not dissimilar from spirits of the forge, but they are... They are for home fires. They are not for forge. Would they be able to accompany us? If they They come and go as they will. They honestly only find themselves in homes. If you take an Ungan's mate out of a home fire, then that puts them at risk. How... What did that mean that somebody lives here? She comes for me. This is my home. Ah. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. I just... Are you both a forge and also... Like, where does the, the part of you that's a forge end and the part of you that's a home fire start? And does it, is it then like a part of you that's also like a torch? And maybe... She, she um, came to live with me when the hearth of the, of the shrine died. Oh, oh, I see. No, that, that makes more sense. Well, um, you were saying, um, first, what is the first little place that we'll travel to? You're going to go through the hall, you would have to go through the hall of the prophecy and then into the key hall. Okay, Hall of the Prophecy and then the Key Hall. What, what is the key? There's also a way into the Hall of Prophecy through the library, or so I've been told. Oh. Um, but unfortunately, I would not know. Of all those places, only one of them is an Ailstorm song. Do you know, 
Do you know the, um, the form that the key takes? I do not. Okay. Well, um, we'll stop by again on our way out if, um, if, if this is the way that we leave. I will look forward to seeing you again. Please, tell your friends they can take whatever they need. Okay. Um, everything, all the armor you've made, uh, it must be metallic, I guess. Um, it is. Yeah. Mm, oh, well, um, She's a fire spirit, man. She's not going to be able to work too much with wood. Well, <laughs> you know, it, you maybe could have been stone. I, I don't know. Maybe you probably can't get that hot, though. Anyway, sorry. I, I That was, might have been rude of me. Well, thank, thank you for your help. Of and, course. Um, goodbye. Boat, you were in the middle of doing something. No, I was just asking about the crone. I wanted to make sure I understood that. Oh, yes. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, are there yeah. what, what I, is I, the weapon situation around the room? There are weapons of every type, mostly blades. Uh, there are a few maces. Um, they're all made of bronze and they appear to be fairly standard. Uh, my my question is, are there anything uh, kind of on the smaller side that could be used as throne weapons? You can find about five th- bronze throwing daggers. I do want to clarify that I, I told everybody like what I had been. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that now. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to, before things, we went too far. Yeah. Like as, as Koza is informing the group and says, you guys can take whatever you want. We're being told that, uh, Solinar is like, Oh sweet. I just found these throwing daggers. I'll be taking those. Oh, uh, the Ungan's mate moving in with the forge spirit. I bet they get along like a house on fire. Yikes. <laughs> that, that sounds like a self-destructive relationship. Are there any weapons that look like uh, quarterstaffs or anything like that? Like bronze quarterstaffs? Yeah, there, there are a couple of bronze staves. Uh, yeah, I'll take one. Okay, add it to your inventory. Um, are there any shoes? No, not in here. Oh. Are there any hats? There are not. And- I mean, there's armor. And weapons. Mm. Those are the things that are in here. Okay. What's this armor looking like? Bronze and pretty basic. Mm. I mean, it's well crafted and sturdy, but it doesn't, it seems to be fairly standard. Ooh, bronzy. Sorry, bronze, but I have, uh, I have a breastplate. Should I get a bronze breastplate to put over my breastplate? You can't fit a breastplate over your breastplate. What? Look at how tiny my breastplate is. Like exhibit over there. <laughs> I heard you like armor, so we put a breastplate in your breastplate. So you can defend <laughs> so while you defend. So squirrel can hang out while you fight. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to do in this room before you move on? I was just trying to find uh, numbers for putting on my numbers sheet about bronze weapons, and mm. I found out that bronze weapons are not in the book. Do you want to just call them iron for stats purposes? Yeah, they're very standard iron. Okay. I will still have them as uh, uh, bronze. I'm just going to write iron numbers. Yeah, no, that's that's correct. Anything else you guys need? Uh, well, nothing, nothing I need honey. the name of this fire spirit. Seems like a very nice person. She doesn't remember her name. Oh, well, then we have to name you. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you guys naming every supernatural creature I throw at because y'all? Because if we name it, then we have to keep it. You can't take her out. Of the forge. I'm gonna name her Shazam. 
And every time you say her name, she uh, grows like a foot and a half and gets a cape. You said it. No. You heard it here first, folks. Not canon. All right. So are you guys going to leave the forge? And if so, where are you heading? Goodbye, Shazam. Um, well, she said the way we need to get to the key hall and we need to travel through the hall of the prophecy. And she said the way into the, the hall of the prophecy is through the library. So um, first we need to find the library. Uh, the door, there actually is none. Uh, it looks like it's just an archway. Uh, but this room seems to be some odd combination of library and training ground. Several dummies in various stages of destruction are scattered about here, a few steps from bookshelves and walls of scrolls. Like me on there, a long weekend. There are, like, archives, there are books. Uh, there's actually, on one table, a map labeled Beyond the Misted Seas with a huge ink spill all over it, completely ruining and obscuring everything on the map. How convenient. <laughs> Beyond the Mystic Seas. Nothing. Beyond the Misted Seas. Ink. Just ink. The black spot. Ah! I, I know that this map, at the very least, is bogus because there's not anything past the Misted Sea because you can't go past the Misted Sea. People who make it a certain distance out always come back facing the other direction, thinking they were going the same direction the whole time. Everybody knows this. It's a universal truth. Man, we should definitely go there. I don't know anything about it. Nobody knows anything about it. That's the whole thing. Oh. Uh, like I said, there are several bookshelves. Um, if you look at them, uh, there are different kinds of books on various martial styles. Everything from hand-to-hand to, -hand to swordplay to shield combat. Uh, what about, like, a uh, field marshal? Boo. <laughs> no? It's a speed boo. <laughs> Boat, what are you doing, my love? Uh, Boat's looking around at the books. All right, uh, what would you sort of be looking for? Um, I mean, Boat's a real sort of uh, guy with eclectic interests. Um, he's just looking around for various, like, uh, maybe like some history books, language books, things like that. So you're going to find one or two very basic primers on various languages, everything from the very well-worn Draconic to Sylvan to Infernal to Deep Speech. Um, you also find a book on Undercommon. There are several books on history, most notably military history. Ooh. And you do find one book uh, called My Body is My Weapon by Shivar Anuris. Mm, I would like the body fighting book. All right. Uh, you take My Body is My Weapon by Shivar Anuris. Uh, are you sure this like one isn't one of Eek's romance novels? Yeah. It is not. <laughs> I want a book. All right. So as you flip through the books, the one that catches your interest is Shield as a Weapon by Borok Malfist. Hmm. I don't like weapons as much as I like shields, but this is talking about both. If you want, I can. I have other books. Hmm. I wonder. Let me stay in the shield section and see if there's another. That is going to be the most interesting shield weapon book. OK, well, this will be my book then. Bor Borok Borak Mouthfist is my my man. Oh, you guys looking at books? You got any? Are there any joke books over here? Oh my gosh, are there ever? Johannes, you have pulled out and handed to me one history book, 
a book on how to kick better, and a book all about proper meditative stances. First no, no. off, what history isn't funny? And second off, you, these stances are hilarious. Look at this one. This person has both their legs over their neck. That's that's a that's incredibly flexible, but also I think it's supposed to be for opening what is what I don't know this word. Alita, do what you know this word? Oh, that that shouldn't be in this section. What is it? She just takes it from you and scuttles over to another shelf. I think it was shakers. I don't. I, don't, I super don't movers. know that word. I I don't even know how to begin pronouncing that word. But uh, you don't need to know. It's fine. Why do you know about it if I don't need to know about it? I'm supposed <laughs> to be fine. the sketchy, shadowy one. I. It is. It, Alita has taken that role as she stole her father's uh, deer. Alita, you'll never be a greater rogue than me. I don't want to be. That's she says, right. stealing things from all over the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> just Alita's, Alita's more awakened fey nature just means that she's a klepto. she's a klepto faniac. All right, take a point for that Yay. one. That one was gr- that was great. <laughs> hurry, do a wrap. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the one of the books that uh, almost falls out of your arms that Johannes handed you was a book called Combat Focus Outside of Combat. It's about verbal jousting. Is there anything that catches my eye? Though you wouldn't normally find yourself interested in any kind of combat book, you do find one that's called Magical Augmentation in Combat that seems very interesting. Okay. I'm going to give it to um, Bowl to read. Bull doesn't have arms or eyes. Look, I just said what I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you hand it to Bull, it falls on the ground in a poof no. of dust, and Bull mm-hmm. just kind of gestures down to it, and then gestures back Bull up at you. How does see where he's going then when he runs around if he doesn't have eyes? It's a magic sentient mushroom, and that's the thing you're not sure about. So, so here's here's I'm, what I'm picturing is that Bull uh, casts a cloud of spores around Bull that are kind of like a array that when things make contact with the spores, Bull is then aware of the physicality of that object blocking Bull's path. Like spore sonar? Yeah. It's like whiskers, but (laughs) spores. Sporskers. Sporskers, yes. Koza also find a book that says how to make them think it's their idea. A book for dealing with your current traveling party. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. They, they didn't have a very weirdly prescient book. Well, that's what the Hall of Prophecy is for, right? So I will tell you guys, uh, the books that I gave you guys, uh, if you read them, I will give you a particular aspect from different feats in the, like, different feats you could take. I mean, Solinar is at least mildly curious about the combat focus out of combat thing. He was really hoping for a joke book, but, you know, you can't win them all. I mean, Koza's gonna read this, but I don't think he would read it right now. <laughs> no, I'm not expecting you guys to read it right now. I'm telling you guys Reading that I'm giving time. you decent loot. Why, okay. don't, why don't we all take a break from our magical adventure, sit down in this library, and really get into these books. And um, listeners, for the next uh, five hours, we're going to be role-playing us reading silently. So, <laughs> uh, Just so you guys know, if one of you wants to exchange the book you have picked up, there is another book called Fighting Like Lightning, Mastering Mounted Combat. 
Exchange. So what if we just hung is, out? Is that what you're taking uh, instead of shield? No, nah, I don't even have a pig yet. Okay. I just want to, we could physically read all these books, right? I was just, I don't know. Do you have eyes and hands? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> They're too dense for you to read in a single sitting. And Alita is not going to let you guys just hang out in this library for like two, three days. I'm just going to, let me, let me see if I can get some, some good book sound effects here. Just like. Those are pretty good, actually. There's us reading books for the next five hours. Gabe, if you just want to put that on a loop there for the look for the audience. So as you guys are doing this, like I said, there is a door that leads further deep, further into the shrine. So um, does everybody have their reading for later? Yep. I'm uh, I'm all set. Honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to my next couple of watches. It's yeah. been a while since I had a new book to read. Well, um, I guess we should go ahead and carry on to the next part of this journey. You go down the hall, and you find the Room of Prophecy. This room is dark, much darker than the surrounding rooms and halls. The floor, as you step in, gives way to the image of the sea, giving you the feeling of walking on waves. The floor is solid and flat beneath your feet, despite this image. Above you, the ceiling is a swirling mass of stars and constellations. Inside the room are scattered telescopes, astrolabs, and tables covered in scrawled notes. Did that Chris Dane Evans movie ever come out? No. no, it hasn't. It got delayed because of COVID. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's the only reason it got delayed. Stop destroying my dreams. We will see Empire Queen. It will happen. Did you say Umpire Queen? No, Empire Queen. Oh. Umbridge Queen. That's yeah. me. I am the queen of Umbridge. Yeah. Chris, Dane, Chris Dane Evans, Umpire Queen accountant, oh, took it's... a look at the amount of money they had to make the movie, and he's like, we're out! <laughs>